Well, at the end, I'll share some of the SMSs that continue to come in on the RSVPs. But right now, though, we are focusing on health and wellness. And we are chatting to Dr. Alex Shamali, who is a dentist, as we focus on oral health and oral care. Good afternoon, Dr. Shamali. Hi, Zanya. Glad to have you on the show. Let's start by defining it. What do we mean by uh, good oral health? Good oral health means a clean mouth, um, healthy teeth and a healthy oral cavity in general. Mm-hmm. Right. So if uh, we don't have the presence of what you've just mentioned, then there's a problem. Then there's a problem. Yeah, there can be disease, there can be pain, there can be infection. Yeah. So very important that people look after their mouths. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, what are some of the, just tell us some of the, 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 the signs or um, those things that contribute to, to, to poor oral health. Okay. Um, if one allows a plaque buildup, just say someone neglects their brushing and their flossing and their basic oral hygiene, yeah. you get a plaque buildup, the immediate effects will be a gingivitis. So your gums will become red and swollen and bleed. Mm-hmm. You'll also get halitosis associated with that bad breath. Mm-hmm. If that's allowed to stay, if the plaque is allowed to stay there um, for prolonged periods of time, it will cause decay in the teeth. Mm. Um, decay, as you know, causes pain, can cause dental abscesses if it's left unchecked. Um, if the plaque is allowed to stay in the gums, it can progress to a periodontal disease okay. where one can actually lose the teeth if you neglected it mm, or mm. didn't attend to it. Mm. Oral health is also very important as part of one's general health. More and more, they're finding that um, dental infections aren't localized. They, they, we used to believe that they are, but dental infections can affect other parts of the body as well. There's been a direct association between um, atherosclerosis, that's coronary heart disease, and periodontal disease. They found a high incidence of a heart disease with people who have gum disease. Mm. And not necessarily to say that if you have gum disease, you're going to have heart disease. Yes. But the association is definitely there. Mm, so it's an indicator that perhaps uh, we, you need to improve um, your health or how you're looking after health, it. Yes. yes. What is the impact of, let's start with sugar. I also want to hear about tobacco on our general oral health. Yeah, sugar in plaque, it's a complex reaction where the sugars, if allowed to stay in that plaque that develops, let's start at the beginning. What happens is, all of us have saliva in our mouth. Mm-hmm. The saliva coats the teeth with a protein layer during our everyday uh, existence. If we add sugar to that equation, sugar produces an acid in that plaque, and the acids is what erodes the teeth and causes caries, dental caries. Mm-hmm. The acids will also erode the little fine filaments that hold the gum to the necks of the teeth so you'll progress to periodontal disease, gum disease. So sugars are a no-no. 
So sugar is a no-no. Uh, no. And then tobacco as well. Does it change what your uh, what our saliva is able to do, the kind of protection that it's able to provide the mouth? That's a good question. Um, they have found that tobacco smoking definitely causes an increase in periodontal disease. Um, the tobacco itself probably causes stains on the teeth and the stains make it easier for plaque to settle mm. but it's the, the uh, nicotine that gets into the body and that affects the gums intrinsically and will cause periodontal disease right um, here's a question um, from someone on Twitter that Benedict saying please ask your guest on his take about supplementing traditional oral hygiene with uh, Oil pulling. I always wondered what humans used to use. With, sorry, what was that? I it says oil, oil pulling, supplementing traditional oral hygiene with oil pulling. Oil pulling. Never come across it? I don't know what that is. I no. see, but he says what he wonders about what human beings what? used to use before, before, of course, the use of yeah, uh, toothpaste, I, for instance. I think they used to use ash. They mm-hmm. used to take ash from a fire. Yeah. And that's abrasive, and rub it on their teeth before uh, toothpastes were invented or created. Mm, but of course, we know how important flor- uh, how important fluoride is now. Absolutely, fluoride is very important. Right. Um, you actually don't need toothpaste. There have been studies that they've taken a study group using toothpaste mm-hmm. and a study group not using toothpaste. Both groups brushing in exactly the same way yes. uh, for the same periods of time on the same diet and there's no difference in their oral hygiene indices of the, with the two groups. Toothpaste just makes it more pleasant to brush and as you say, today the toothpaste have fluoride in them yes. and the fluoride plays an important part. <laughs> fluoride can get into the developing enamel and strengthen it and make it impervious to decay. Oh, just when I thought you were saying, you know, this is um, not, a, not, not a scam per se, but it's one of those commercial products that we use even though we don't really need don't it, but need there's it. a benefit. No, no. No, definitely fluoride plays an important part in protecting the teeth. It's been shown scientifically that fluoride in developing teeth changes the chemical structure of the developing teeth and makes it much stronger and more impervious to right. decay. right. So just a drop, one part per million. We don't fluoridate the waters in South Africa yet, but uh, there is talk of it. But if they did, it would go a long way to preventing decay in the masses, in the the rural areas where people don't have access to oral hygiene and um, oral care. Mm -hmm. Right. We're taking calls this afternoon on 11 and 31702 for your SMSs. My guest is Dr. Alex Shamali. He is a dentist as we're looking at uh, oral health and care. What kind of questions do you have? What um, problems are you having with um, your, your mouth and your teeth and your gums? We'd love to hear from you and let the doctor uh, advise on 11 Now, Doc, I come across some, I think when my children were small, the question of how that, that, um, fruit and vegetable, that eating fruit and vegetable um, protects protects our mouths against oral uh, um, problems and oral cancer. What is the benefit exactly? Um, look, a good balanced diet 
is generally healthy. I see. Um, I suppose the immediate effect of fruit and vegetables would be the roughage in your mouth, mm-hmm. eliminating decay and um, substituting the need for sugars mm-hmm. in sweets. But it's, it's a general overall healthy effect that the fruit and vegetables, it wouldn't be a, a localized focal ah, effect benefits. on the actual mouth or teeth themselves. Yes. So just as a general preventer. Just as a general exactly. Okay. Healthily and there's an SMS from Hilda, and she says that she has a mouth sore that uh, recurs. It comes and it goes. What could right. that be due to? Yeah, some people are prone to abscess ulcer- ulcerization. Mm. Um, we don't know exactly what causes it. We have associated it with lack of vitamins, uh, particularly folic acid. Mm. So let her take just a general multivitamin and see if that doesn't help. But it's autoimmune. Certain people are prone mm. to repeated ulceration. And it can be sore and it can be debilitating. And it comes and goes. She'll find that when she's stressed or her life is more stressed or busy than other times, the abscesses will, the, the ulcers will occur. And when she's relaxed, they'll go away. I see. But a general uh, multivitamin should multivitamin, help. Multivitamin, yeah. Let's hear from Shumani in Pretoria. Hi, Shumani. Hey, Aza. Um, I just wanted to comment. It's an important topic on oral health and, you know, just general health uh, in general. Mm. So I'm in the oral medicine and period department, so I hear the topic on smoking and everything else. And I think one important factor that is uh, of topic nowadays is the effect of HPV infection. You know the HPV that causes cervix cancer? Yes, cervical cancer. Because now, yes, because now they are finding with certain uh, sexual habits, we are seeing more of um, uh, squamous cell carcinoma, like cancers in the oral cavity, amongst younger people. Mm. Before, it was predominantly amongst the older people who smoke and uh, alcohol. But now, because of, you know, mm-hmm. uh, from oral sexual... Mm-hmm. Yes, there's been a definite okay, association so with papillomavirus and oral cancer. Yes. And I think... Yeah, so because um, of the right? sexual habits... Uh, I just want to no, get I one at a time. Okay, let's let Shumani right, finish. Yes, oh, go ahead, Shumani. Yes, I wanted to say because of the sexual habits and stuff, so a lot of people don't go to get checked. And most of the time, the type of cancer that occurs in the mouth is far back towards your oropharynx and the base of the tongue. Mm. But if you don't go get checked, and uh, someone does a thorough job. By the time we find these cancers out, it's already late. They're on stage four, stage three. Okay. I think it's very important that when people go to get their oral health checked, it's not just for the teeth and the gums, but, mm-hmm. you know, just that it's general, just the whole cavity. Okay. All right. Thank because, you for that notice, yeah. Shumani. Thank you so much. Uh, out in Pretoria. Next, let's go to uh, Dan in Rodeport. Hello, Dan. Hi, how are you? Bonnie? I'm good, thank you. I'm fine. My little girl of uh, 12 is working her thumb. Mm. And uh, there's a little bit of a smell on the thumb. I want to know what effect uh, will this have on her teeth. Okay. And uh, the second question is uh, how much does uh, braces cost on average? Okay. How old is she? 
is uh, 12. 12, okay. Sorry, Azania, I've never heard the first part of that question. She's got, he's got a four-year-old daughter. A 12-year-old daughter who sucks her thumb. And okay. he says um, there's a bit of a smell on the thumb. So maybe it's just the smell of the saliva. I don't know. Uh, but also he wants to know about braces. braces and yeah. what effect sucking her thumb will have on her teeth. Yeah, sucking the thumb can definitely cause an open bite in the front. Um, we've got to try and stop her sucking her thumb. It's not an easy thing to do because mm. it's a habit and the thumb is right there all the time. Um, it can be corrected orthodontically, as he correctly asked. Orthodontics, so difficult to say. Um, he'd have to ask an orthodontist that, but about 24,000 rand for a two-year treatment course. Okay. Is, is, and if he's on a medical aid, the medical aids do cover most of that or a big part of that. Okay. Um, let's also hear from Mike in Johannesburg. Hi, Mike. Hello, are you? Good, welcome. So I just want to find out what caused to find out that the gums are, for instance, on top of where the teeth come from your, from your gums. Then they become, they become finished there. Then you start seeing the roots of your, oh. of your teeth. Okay, all right. And are they sensitive? Are they sore, Mike? No, no, they're, 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 they're not sore. Okay. But you can start seeing the, the plague of, of the roots of the, the teeth. Okay, so the gums are receding, Dr. Shamali. Yeah, yeah, quite a common problem. How old is Mike? How old are you, Mike? 54. 54. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Mike, that's what happens. The gums, the little periodontal fibers, what holds the gums to the necks of the teeth are little collagen fibers, same as that hold our skin to the underlying structures. Mm-hmm. So like we get wrinkles on our skin when we get older, the, the gums recede, those collagen fibers stretch, and the gums move down. Um, as long as the bony support under that isn't moving with it, and as long as there's no sensitivity, it's something he can live with. It's quite common. Okay. But once it starts developing sensitivity, because the dentine also becomes exposed, exposed. and it can cause sensitivity, then you'll have to consult a dentist and have it attended to. Right. I want to take this quick one. We have 30 seconds. Mbali, your question quickly. I just want to find out what causes my mouth to now. It, when I'm quiet for like 10 minutes or after brushing my teeth, then my breath still smells. And it secretes some sort of fluid that isn't too, it's, too, it's bitter, but a little sour. So I just want to know okay. what causes the breath, the bad breath smell. All right. Yeah. You know, sometimes it's a post-nasal drip. The, the mucus drops to the back of the tongue. The tongue is like, if you look at it under a microscope, it's like a carpet. So it traps that mucus and the mucus ferments there. And it gives off sulfur gases. And those sulfur gases is what causes that bad smell in the mouth. Mm-hmm. Also, just generally, if she's got plaque, that even if she brushes and flosses, sometimes that plaque is so entrenched under those gums that it doesn't come out. She needs to see a hygienist or a dentist and have okay. it professionally cleaned away. All right. As far as her tongue is concerned, brush her tongue. Take a toothbrush, some toothpaste, and brush the back of her tongue. As well. Try All right. That. Well, Dr. Shamali, thank you so much for your assistance today. It's a pleasure, Zania. Thank you. That's Dr. Alex Shamali as we're looking at uh, oral health and oral care.